I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> well, hello everyone, and welcome to Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. I'm Josh. And we're excited to uh, get back to it. Uh, sorry for a lot of the, uh, you know, we've been pretty much going weekly here consistently, and uh, we took a couple weeks off for the holidays, and then last week, uh, the world froze over. So, yep. uh, we a uh, little hiccup there, but we're hoping that um, week in and week out, by midweek every week, we can have a podcast out and an episode. And just it, didn't get update, that, it didn't get that bad here. Um, what's going on? But uh, we were locked in that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it got frozen enough for us to not be able to go out and do stuff for a day or two. Yeah. But, uh, but like, yeah. South Haven, Olive Branch, Memphis, you know, up there where I used to work. I don't know if they're, they're still trying to thaw out up there. I know yesterday, I think I saw on Facebook, Aunt Linda in Oxford still couldn't get out of her driveway. I think she had Matt <laughs> with yeah, the on a tractor, tractor. like <laughs> trying to plow <clears throat> it off. Right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I think uh, I saw a meme where um, it's like Chris Farley. And you know when he and Tommy Boy's like, "Go away, let me sleep by the love of God." <laughs> he basically just said, <clears throat> "It was like, love of God, thaw out." Yeah. You know, and just had a picture of the snow and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's brutal. Yeah, and um, did not get that way here. No, not at all. And um, I also saw that uh, Tom Hanks from Castaway meme that you sent me. It's like being locked up in the house for three days with your kids and like can't go outside. And it's like, help! Somebody! Somebody! <laughs> help! I think, I think that was because the daycare shut down and so you're st- stuck inside with with your kids oh, all yeah. day yeah. and you're trying to find things to do. Uh, that, that, was, yeah, that was brutal. That was intense. Um, <laughs> my kids, and it was so cold, like, you know, it, feels like it's 15 and i don't know if kids and all the science behind it but i don't know if their nerves are as um formed or <laughs> like you know you, you are when you're an adult i mean they'll go out there and you know they're riding around on their little uh 12 volt jeep and bundled up and just riding around just cruising baby and it's freezing cold <clears throat> and i think I mean, I didn't mind them going out there, but it was like every time they would go out there, we'd have to bundle them up, and that would take 10 minutes per child. Then they'd come back in for 30 minutes and out of it. Mm-hmm. So now all their stuff's laying in the floor, and then they'd get bored, and about 30 minutes later, they'd want to go back outside. So we'd have to spend another 10 minutes per child bundling them back up. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <clears throat> I hate to say it, but why don't y'all just stay inside for a minute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The cold here is weird because, like, whenever everything happened, like Monday night, all day Tuesday, Tuesday night, it was cold, right? But, like, that, like, Wednesday, Thursday cold that we got after, like, the moisture had set in, it's like the the wet cold that you talk about in in the South, to me, temperature-wise, was technically warmer. But the the freeze weather from Monday and Tuesday, like, I could go outside. The wind chill. I could go outside without a shirt on. And just like take a few deep breaths, and that like it felt good. But like this, like 
30, 27 degree moisture in the air, like wet, cold, or whatever we talk about, is what like mm-hmm. makes you hate your life in the winter in Mississippi. Well, I went, so I went deer hunting. I don't know. I guess it was it was Saturday morning, and I looked at I looked at my phone, and it says that it was twenty three, and it feels like thirteen. Mm. Um, and then the wind was out of the north that morning. And it was cold, dude. And I was fine. I got in the stand at whatever six fifteen, and but about eight o'clock, that north wind started blowing, and dude, yeah. I was I was cold. And I have a buddy heater. I've never even used it, and I didn't take it with me. But when I went hunting that evening, I brought it. That's when you had that heater, dude, that was a game changer. <laughs> like I wasn't even real hunting at that point, but that morning I did, and I didn't see a dead gum thing in the morning. Or at night. I don't know if they were cold, too, but... <laughs> it was so cold, the deer were like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to lay right here. Uh, well, um, speaking of uh, cold weather conditions, as you see, first off, like, there's a lot of uh, internet, you know, exposure around, like, Buffalo Bills Stadium the last couple weeks, and, like, people's, like, beer freezing after they open their cans, and... yeah. Everything. Well, then last week, this this past week, uh, <clears throat> Jason Kelsey jumps in the crowd at the Chiefs-Bills game with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he's a man. He's like the people's. He retired. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a beneficial? Have they made the official announcement, or is it still just like all the here? Because uh, he went on, they, you know, the Kelsey brothers um, have their own podcast. It's probably not quite to the level of ours just yet, but... Uh, <clears throat> They're getting there, but they're getting there. And uh, he said on their podcast, the uh, you know he wanted to make a more official announcement, you know, formal announcement or something like that. If this is really it, so he kind of yeah. left like this cliffhanger, but it's it for him. I mean, yeah, every. I mean, <clears throat> in in reality, I mean, I mean they're they're killing on their podcast and probably making oh, yeah. you know bukus of money with with that, and um, so. He'll be okay, but yeah. yeah, I did. I did see him at the game, um, and you know that that Bills game. It wasn't this. It was last week with the snow and everything. They were, like apparently Buffalo was hiring people for they were paying like twenty bucks an hour to come shovel snow out of that stadium. Nice. And then I think it was even colder <clears throat> than that, or at least I don't know. In, in Kansas City, when Kansas City and um, who did they play? Uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a video of, um, yeah, they pulled like I mean there was water bottle in the freezer, you know, and it's controlled temperature there, so it was probably whatever, thirty three degrees, thirty four degrees bottle of water, and they pull it out, and you, as soon as they pulled it out of that freezer, you just saw it start freeze. starting to freeze. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do you, how do you play football in that, dude? That that just that is miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean. I can't imagine catching a football from Patrick Mahomes and that. I don't know that there's any truth to it, but back in my playing days and having some coaches in and out the door that spent some time around league coaches and players, they say that in those really, really cold conditions, a lot of the guys would put Vaseline on their arms and stuff because it, like, clogs your pores or, you know, or something like that, and it keeps you from – 
uh, being so sensitive to like the wind whenever it's blowing and stuff like that. I don't know if there's any truth Maybe. to it. Maybe. I mean, it in on paper it it should you know be a thing maybe but like i, I don't I know. think i think that the uh the over under that game was like 44 points wow. i'm like i mean how do you not and sure enough i, I can't remember the, I, I don't think it got to a 44 but i mean there was more points scored in that game than i thought there would have been uh-huh you know like i'm ugh. yeah i'm good yeah dad would have literally froze to death <laughs> To his actual death. Well, speaking of um, cold things and dad, uh, we're going to start a new segment. <clears throat> uh, pro- it's, it's close to every episode as we can, uh, called uh, Cold Calls. And so, um, if you're a frequent listener, you might be our next victim. You never know, but you better be ready. You never know who's so, getting it. But um, a cold call is, it is what it is. We're just going to call you and uh, see what's happening. So, we're about to cold call Jerry. Uh, and this might be super anticlimactic. He may not answer, but if at any point he calls back, we're gonna just stop what we're talking about and get a call back. So let's see if we can get uh, Jerry on the line. He might be in the middle of taking his. Well, it's not afternoon yet. It's an afternoon nap. I don't know. Hello. What's up, Pop? What are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, recording. Uh, another podcast with Alex, and we figured we'd cold call you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're on. You're, you're our first contestant on our new segment called Cold Calls. Cold calls, okay. What are you doing? I'm watching TV. <laughs> Mash. In a couple episodes of Mash, in. No, I'm watching Gunsmoke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close. <laughs> yeah. I'm close. I'm supposed to go to the doctor, but they changed my point. So why'd they do that? Monday. Well, to Monday because the doctor was gonna be there. Oh, that's important he, for he us. Yeah, he needs to there. be there. <laughs> he definitely needs to be there. Yeah. <laughs> he he did what he did in 2018. Gave me some. He said, "I'm gonna give you a pill that's gonna help your heart and your kidneys." Well, he tried to fool me. It was uh, <laughs> blood pressure medicine. My blood pressure, I've been checking it the past two days. You know, I checked it earlier this morning. Yesterday was 90 over 50. This morning, it was up a little bit, 95 over 65. So he thinks he knows what he's doing. but Seems kind of low. Wondering. Yeah, it seems kind of low, right? Well, I know it. Well, I know it's low. I mean, when I had my appointment, uh, before he put me on that stuff, my blood pressure was 118 over 67. Perfect. Now, he, said that, he said it was going to you know, make my heart stronger. It'll help your kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's making your heart stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't far from it. <laughs> well, what he's going to do is keep my heart pressure down, you know, as low as they can do it. And I ain't doing a good job of it. Hell, I can't <laughs> hard to get around. How's your feet doing? 
they still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hardly get around because my heart, my damn feet hurt. My feet hurt. <laughs> my feet hurt. Man. <laughs> Well, I guess there ain't nothing else to do but just sit there in that chair and watch Gunsmoke then. <laughs> oh, I get up and move around. Well, that's good. You go to the bathroom. Yeah, I tell you what, I had an episode last night. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was one of those, uh, you know, back, <laughs> back in the day when we had to go up in the woods and had to leave? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, this was about the same way. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so bad, I had to take a shower at 3 o'clock this morning. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's, goes, that's a bad goes, night. I heard, <laughs> <laughs> goes, I, I heard the water running. I'm in the bathroom. I said, yeah, it's running all right. That's a bad night. Lord have mercy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well... That's what you get for eating that, drinking so much insure. Yeah, <laughs> you drank too much. You drank. You drank too much of that insure last night, and it just went right I, through you. I had a had a bowl of fruit. That's what did it. The fruit. <laughs> a bowl of fruit. Mm-hmm. Cocktail. Large piece of cocktail. What's I the... didn't do that. <laughs> oh my God. And he came out about three o'clock this morning. Oh. Ain't that something? That's something. That is something. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> huh. What'd you eat? I said, eat that bowl of fruit. You well, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probiotic. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, all right, we'll get back to you gun smoke. We'll holler at you later. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, All see right. you, Pop. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Well, that, that was a successful. <laughs> that went about as well as I hoped it would. Yep, that went about as well as expected right there. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that. And uh, we'll be looking forward to a full episode of Jerry one day. Um, One day here soon, I'm sure. Um, Give him a <clears throat> gesture. Give him a gesture. Not much to do in Ackerman, but, you know. Sit around and watch gun smoke, especially when your feet hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, your heart. Speaking of that, I was I've been seeing this like <laughs> yeah, gosh, it's not uh, even pumping at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, my blood pressure was seventy over forty. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Barely moving. I've been seeing this trend. It says uh, like, you know, I'm a something. So of course, you know, blank, and so like. There was this real like like country artist did one. It's like I'm a country artist, of course I do this. And of course, it, at the end of it, it shows Luke Bryan, and he goes, "I'm a country artist, of course we dropped that dump dun on stage." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined yeah. the whole video." As he does. But uh, <laughs> I thought I was like, "What would a good?" I've seen a couple of them on Facebook, but like, what would be a couple good? Uh, I'm from Ackerman, of course. Oh, you know. So I was gonna say it was like I'm from Ackerman, so of course. Subway coming to town was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Countywide, people showing up to the first day of Subway. I remember that. The junior in high school. I don't know if I could, <clears throat> I could think of something. Stop. Um, I'm from Ackerman, of course. Mm. Of course I took 
Carolyn Lindley for geometry. Oh, Boom. there you go. That's Boom. a good one. That's a good one. She was probably my favorite teacher. Ever. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm from Ackerman, of course. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. From Ackerman, of course, I've eaten at Pap's place. So anytime I'd say that, and they're like, you know, Paps? I'm like, why would you even ask that question? Just the you one know? of the three restaurants there. <laughs> Didn't have a choice. Right. You know? I'm from Ackerman. Of course, I used to hang out at the Skinner's parking lot. Even two decades after, it still hadn't been Skinner's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is, baby. I wonder if they still do that. The kids still go hang out on the parking lot on Main Street. <clears throat> I know they moved to like uh, you know where the band hall parking lot was. Yeah, they, they went did there for but, a little while, but, and maybe now that's that's all. Yeah, it's gone. Constructed over there where they're building the new football stadium looks pretty legit right now, though. Right. Um, from Akron, of course, I've had a Route sixty six combo. <laughs> no tomato for me. <clears throat> from Akron, of course, I've played golf with no shoes, no shirt. No and no problems. <laughs> oh man, good old A town. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. Uh, anyway, we could probably think of a couple more of those, but um. Well, I'm uh, looking really a lot forward to more cold calls. That was a good time. But uh, <clears throat> hey, so I found this. <laughs> a buddy of mine. Shout out to Shane Bennett. Shane is a new dad. Uh, he's the campus director of FCA over at Mississippi College. My buddy Shane. Okay. Um, they had a baby boy, Wright Bennett. Um, um, he's just surpassed a month old. Nice. Um, and uh, anyway, so but Shane and I still, we you know we're we're meme, you know we're good friends, but we're, he's one of my meme friends. You know, send memes back and forth to one another. And funny videos, and he sent me this video of this lady, like almost giving like a funny review of this book called uh, "The Gospel" by Gen Z, oh. and she told the story of the Transfiguration, but it's using like Gen Z terms. So I was like, "Hey, I, I might actually buy this book because it this is like too good." Well, I looked it up on Amazon, and it can show you it shows you some samples before you obviously have to buy it. One of the samples is, uh, <laughs> it's called Annunciation, <laughs> but it's the, especially the story of the angel Gabriel telling Mary that she's going to give birth to baby Jesus. So I'll start <clears throat> with this here, and if I can get through it. <laughs> um, so Mary was a pygmy girl for God and was simping for him in prayer. When the angel Gabriel appeared to her and said, Ayo, you're a real one, and the top G is feeling you. But she thought his compliment was sus and gave him the side eye. (laughs) Sus. So he said, baby girl, chill. God sent me to tell you you've passed his vibe check. And low-key, low-key, he wants to have you, he wants you to have the main character. (laughs) You name him Jesus. And they will say, he's him. The The one prophesied in the divine dad lore, who solos all and who's crushing it never ends. He will take the W from all his ops and his kingdom will go hard forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
She said, how can this be since I promised him my body count will always be zero, <laughs> respectfully? <laughs> oh, he said, this ain't about cuffing season for the Holy Spirit will live rent-free in you. <laughs> and your boy Jesus will be a divine bro. <laughs> Besides, your cousin Elizabeth is with child. Child <laughs> is with child instead of child. child. Just, just an e. <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> My throat. She died. who is already older than a boomer and whose husband is way past beekeeping age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, so Mary said, "Bet." And Gabriel left her on the red, and she said, "Let the Holy Spirit cook." <laughs> Oh, so I'm looking forward to uh, <clears throat> more gospel stories by Gen Z. Oh man, I was crying listening to that. But he told the she when she told that transfiguration story. I was like, this is too good not to. <clears throat> I don't know what half of that meant. Oh, that's that's the thing is like some of it I know, but some like plenty of it I don't. There's this guy on TikTok that uh, <clears throat> he I don't know if he has kids that are that age. You know, he's got like. He like, um, his thing is, you doing too much, bruh? You know, that's what, so his wife, I guess, follows him around, and he's just dressed up like a kid in high school. He's got a hoodie on, he's wearing Crocs, <laughs> Nike socks, you know. <clears throat> he's got, like, these extensions that he's cut and put down in front of his head, you know, where his hair's, like, flipped out in front of their face, you know, like the uh-huh. hairstyle now. And, um, I can't remember his name, but he's, like, He's like doing the dab just like across the across <laughs> the, the gritty. kitchen. Yeah, the gritty, that's it. The gritty like across the kitchen. <laughs> and she's like, All right, well, we're gonna have dinner tonight. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. And he's like, Let's go. Let's, Let's go, go, bro. Let's go. And then he like acts like he's doing an air layup in the <laughs> they're like they're school shopping in Walmart. Oh, and he, she's like, All right, well, we got to get these number two pencils. We got to get some pencils. And he's looking. He's like, he's like, these are you know whatever. And she's like, no, we got to get these. They're just like the wood number two pencil. And he's like, bruh, bruh, <laughs> no. So he's, so she puts those in there. He's like, well, let's move to pens. He's like, I you know I can get these. She's like, yeah. He's like, let's go. Let's go. He's like, does, does like another a, one. Does like a three point shot into the basket, you know, and then he starts doing the gritty out of the. <laughs> She's like, "All right, well, you got to get up and go to the school." He's like, "Bruh, you doing too much, bruh." But oh, dude, that's it. Yeah, I read like the first three, four lines of the beginning, and said, "God made Adam and Eve, same kind, different font, <laughs> in the image and likeness of His own PFP." And said, "What's up, my mammals? Go forth and vibe in this Minecraft paradise." I seated <laughs> like hard hands. hands. Yeah. Oh man, gosh, but it like yeah. Obviously, I'm not gonna read that whole story. I'll save that one for next time. My body count's supposed but. to be zero. <laughs> Respectfully. Oh, Scott, you, you, your Holy Spirit is gonna live rent free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Well. Good times. <clears throat> I may have to add a segment of that in there too. I like that. Here for the next few weeks. I like but that. uh anyway, um 
Well, there is. Uh, there's been a little bit of news in sports and <clears throat> some you stuff going on. You know, the same day that we recorded uh, last week, or maybe the next day. Uh huh. Literally 24 hours later, Nick Saban retired. Yeah, we waited. Or so, we should we should have waited a day, and that would have been a monumental. A <laughs> and we we'd have had it right here. Yeah, breaking news on the cusp. Yeah, but which y'all would have, I guess, heard <clears throat> by the time y'all heard the podcast. Yeah, but. right. But uh, yeah, Nick Saban, legendary retiring and uh i can't think of a time i mean like my entire you know adult life he's been a coach at at alabama mm -hmm. i mean i know some people are like oh man i hate you know i'm glad he's gone you know or the first you know with this new system that's about to happen with college football you know it's the first time that Ole miss wasn't gonna have to play bama or something right he retires you know but i don't know i look at it like He's a great coach. I think that uh, it's pretty it's pretty obvious why he retired, and just because, like I said, you know, it's, it's the new system, man. He likes, you know, he likes getting kids from high school and making mm -hmm. them better players and keeping them there for four years, four or five years, and developing them as you know, as a player and as a a, a human being, you know. And, and I'm not saying that there were some bad eggs in there, but. Um, that's what he liked to do, and now with this transfer portal and NIL, man, it's just you got player for you, you got know, a player for a year. I saw one of those college <laughs> basketball coaches that said, like, this is not a fun age to be a college coach in because you these players think you owe them everything and they owe you nothing mm -hmm. <clears throat> right out the gate. And I was like, that's probably the best, well said, you know, way to put it. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, he's a legend. I think I, gosh, man, I remember. 2005, 2006, maybe it was. Um, I think it was like Alabama beat Miss. Uh, sorry, Mississippi State beat Alabama, and it was before Saban's time. And I just I have this very like weird memory of remembering that happened. And um, but then it's like it's such a blur compared to what 2008 maybe and on mm -hmm. where he took over, and a year later he started a national championship dynasty. You know, it's just unreal. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean. He'll live on forever. He's got some awesome leadership principles and things out there that's, you know, continue to go circulate and go viral. He is apparently going to have an office at Bryant Denny. You know, he ain't going anywhere, you know, kind of thing. And mm -hmm. I have this weird feeling that he's probably going to be calling a lot more shots than people think still. Right. But, you know, but also I would just say I just commend him for finding a place sticking with it, retiring from it, and just still being connected to Going away place. on your own terms. Yeah, you know, exactly. You don't see that very often <clears throat> in in college, you know, football, or football in general, really. But mm -hmm. like I said, it was it was a string of, I mean, it was it was Nick Saban, it was Bill Belichick, and Pete Carroll. Yeah, and Pete Carroll, mm -hmm. all in the same, you know, those guys have been there for a long time. I think Pete Carroll was there for what, like, it wasn't thirteen years. That's, that's At two. Seattle, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he won this, that, or won. They they played that Super Bowl where they lost at the very end. Tom Brady was in like yeah. two thousand fifteen or like yeah. fifteen, maybe fourteen or Seattle 15. was nothing. So yeah, so I mean, he's been, he was you know he's been there for a while, right? But um, but yeah, so some great ones. But uh, hey, another great one right now. That's that's. You know, we've been you've been hearing a lot, and now they're finally putting the product out there and finishing the year strong. Uh, Dan Campbell 
in the Detroit Lions. Dude, I love that dude. Dude, he I would jump incredible. through a brick wall for that guy. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I watched him. I watched the hard knocks that they did on HBO of him. Like, I guess it was his first season, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I can't remember if they had a winning record or not. I'm not sure if they had a winning record that first first year. And you know, of course, um, what they're doing now is is incredible. And haven't haven't been there in this situation since I can't remember the 60s years, or something. Thirty years they hadn't won a championship. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And um, for him to come in and I don't know, man, just watch him on that hard knocks. Like I remember watching because every time I watch every season that I watched of hard knocks, like it's usually the next year that team is just. They're awful, and the coach gets fired. Like mm-hmm. it's some sort of bad omen, maybe. I don't know, but um, I think they have. They're doing the end season right now, in Miami. But, um, but yeah, dude, he's he's doing great. I remember watching it and going, man, I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. Like I hope that dude gets in there, does well. And, you know, has his, you know, his um, uh, his press conference that he did when he took it over, and you know, you make it show a clip um, about him. Um, yeah, yeah, giving that speech kind of at the beginning of his uh, career. The uh, um, so like, we may get knocked down, but we're going to we'll bite off up and, and bite off an ear. We're going <laughs> to like, bite off a kneecap on the way up. Then you're going to knock us down again. We're going to bite off the other kneecap. You know, yeah. and I'm like, let's go. You know, <laughs> he uh, and he's just a he's just a good he's a player's coach, but he knows the game. I think he played college at Texas A&M. Played tight end at he went to the he played for Detroit. Was it Detroit? Yeah, so he played for the Lions. Okay. And like, I couldn't remember if it was – I thought – I want to say that maybe he, he played at Detroit, but then he was a coach under Belichick at the tight ends coach or something at the Patriots mm-hmm. at one point. And um, but he had like – and he's like doing up-downs with the team, mm-hmm. you know, in practice. And um, yeah, he's – but I saw something, and I may have to look it up. It was about like how much – Caffeine? Yes. Yeah, Did I tell you what that so, was? It was like – No, but I, but I saw a um, – uh, it's I crazy. Saw like a, so he gets two venti coffees, and he adds like they already come with two espressos. I think he gets two venti coffees, and then he adds either one or two espressos to each one. So I think that's what it is. Yeah. So two venti coffees from Starbucks with two espresso shots in each. Yeah, it's more than eleven hundred milligrams of caffeine. It's the equivalent of drinking ten Red Bulls. Every morning, dude, <laughs> his heart's gonna. And contrary to Jerry's heart, Jerry's blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, Dan Campbell's is about to explode. Yeah, yeah. Com- complete different ends of the spectrum, there. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he comes in there and he's just ready to go, dude. Oh gosh. So, uh, Detroit beat the Buccaneers at home, uh-huh. and both games that they've played. In that stadium, those fans are that place is that place is going crazy, right? And um, so they go and play San Francisco at in San Francisco, a candlestick, I guess. Yeah, and that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough game, man. San Francisco is playing the best football of just about anybody, and to do that on the road, and um, I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna make it out of there, but. I'm pulling for them. That's who yeah. I'm wanting to. <clears throat> right. I don't know if anybody's going to beat the Ravens, but um, I guess we're going to see if the Chiefs can. Yeah. You know? That's why I've been seeing this meme. It's like our only hope for a 
a Taylor Swiftless Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like this hype video of Lamar Jackson putting on his helmet. Like, yeah, I got my swag. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, that's it. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I don't want the Chiefs to win. I didn't want them to beat Buffalo. Just cannot beat um, the Chiefs, man. Yeah, they can't get past the Chiefs. I, I don't. You know, he missed a field goal, and you know it was pretty much over at that point. But yeah. I mean, they had them at home. Like, I just, you know, I'm not saying that the Chiefs, I mean, I saw something the other day talking about Patrick Mahomes has been there since, what, 2018 or something, and he's never not played in the championship game. That's wild. Not one time. That's and, wild. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I also saw this, like, it was just a clip of him walking into the stadium, you know, like, like dressed in his outfit, like he's showing up to the stadium for the game, like, recently, and it's like his sun, sunglasses on, his headphones in, it's like, what Patrick Mahomes is listening to. <laughs> and it's like this voiceover, like it's supposed to be him, but it sounds more like Kermit the Frog. And it's like, hey, now you're a rock star. Get your game on. Go play. <laughs> no, but dude, he is. People you know, hate on him, but he's he's good. And Yeah, he's good. And just what Ed Reed has done since leaving the Eagles and going over there has been, you know, has been, has been crazy. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'd give anything for Detroit to come out of San Francisco and and beat them and and uh, <clears throat> I, that's who I want to win. I feel like if there's a city that needed a a <clears throat> Super Bowl victory, it was Detroit needs it more oh, than gosh. the rate. You know, Baltimore. Detroit needs it more than Kansas City. Kansas City. You know, yeah. I mean, San Francisco. They it'd be a Cinderella story, that's for sure. Yeah, and just what he's done is just unbelievable over there. So I'm a big. Uh, I'm a big Dan Campbell fan. So if you ever run across this coach, maybe uh, we'd love to have you on cold calls. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> preferably after you've just drank ten Red Bulls. That would that would <laughs> worth get us caffeine. Going. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, hey, Ohio State's buying a roster, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, hey, I at the end of the day, you can hate, but <clears throat> that's what it's come to. And Ryan Day's like. I gotta get. I'm this not getting beat by order. Michigan yeah. anymore. <clears throat> I gotta get it in order, and he's getting some good players. Um, you know, we'll see. I just have this. I don't know. It's hard to get a bunch of guys like so many new people in and make it just a great team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can put some good athletes together, but to really jive into, you know, the right culture, you know, all that, you got to work hard at that. I mean, and yep. that's I think that's one of the things Lane Kiffin. If you've heard him talk about it, um in like an interview and stuff, he's just like, man, these, these guys all came from all these different places. I'm just proud of like how much of a team they've become. And he'll, he'll say that kind of throwing it in there, but it is a big deal when a team can do that. I think that's, I think that's why A&M has struggled because it's like a bunch of superstars who just show up to try to play football together. Yeah. And I think that's why Elko will probably be successful. He's probably better at creating the team environment, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Kevin's been trolling them too. Oh, I'm sure. seen all that on Ohio State, but like he's like tweeting like it's a headline, but it's just like his tweet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Ohio State putting out 13 million in NIL deals to field, you know, field offensive roster dash her- gridiron heroics. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's like gosh, but I mean, like, like look who's talking. I mean, he's doing it too. Thankfully, they're yeah. getting some, you know, getting a lot of guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Not quite to that caliber, I'll admit, but yeah, getting some guys for sure. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Ola. Oh, well, I was about to say Ackerman. Uh, Choctaw County High School. I guess he's a junior. Will be a senior next year. Uh, Cunningham 
kids, a yeah. uh, rock star player. He uh, plays basketball as well, too, I believe. But um, I saw this Instagram post of him the other day sitting at in the in the hump with Coach Levy, Mississippi State. Today, he, Hugh Freeze, Coach Derek Nix, left Oxford and moved on to Auburn, to the Plains, to mm-hmm. coach with Hugh. Um, Derek Nix and Hugh Free showed up to Choctaw County High School today. I'm, I'm glad Dad didn't know he was up there. Dad had been trying to flag you down, but yeah, I don't know how far he would have gotten. <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten to out of the driveway, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give him a gesture. I'm gonna give him a gesture. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, dude, he's getting some attention, and he's a good player. I just hope he keeps, you know, keeps going. Yeah, that's that's cool. Puts on <laughs> for his city. That's cool, man. I I don't ever. Even junior high, high school, I don't ever remember that that sort of atmosphere or a coach like that coming to yeah. Ackerman. You yeah. Know? Um, I think Kiffin's come by there, too. I think there's a picture. Yeah, oh, no, he's gotten all kinds of it. I mean, yeah. he's come there. Uh, like I said, Levy's after him, and mm-hmm. um, now Auburn's after him. He's getting he's – de- he's definitely moved through to the, the power five coaches are after him. You know, you get through that, like, level of – Division one finds out about you, then FBS finds out about you, and then Power Five finds out about you. So you need um, to pull some strings if we can't get him on the show and uh, do a cold call with him and just get him to give a, a you know, recap of what it's like being this big D one prospect out of Choctaw County, out of the six six two. Yeah, I was showing our pastor. Uh, Robert Green today because I was showing him that picture of Levy. He's a state fan of Levy getting him, and he was like, "You're teasing me. Kiffin's gonna steal him from me, isn't he?" You know, we were joking, so I sent him a picture of Auburn doing it today. He was like, "Crap!" And he was like, <laughs> "You know, I was like, he's a five star. He's good." And he was like, "What's how many stars were you, Alex?" And I was like, "A, a solid two, <laughs> solid two. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, "Those are those are given, you know, to you know to me by me." But right, <clears throat> um, but yeah, man. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and yeah. Um, always proud to have a have a hometown hero. Um, but now that football's kind of, <clears throat> I say coming to a close with all that. Just you know, I I start start gearing back up for golf again. And um, some big news in the headlines this past week: the PGA Tour man uh, Nick Dunlap, mm-hmm. uh, amateur amateur sophomore uh, player at Alabama, won on the PGA Tour. It's crazy. It's uh. Oh, that's it's it's unbelievable. Not only did he win, but he shot twenty nine under four days of playing golf. That is like wild. It, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't like uh, was it Sam Bennett that played so well at the Masters a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Kid, and at that time he was I don't know if he was I mean, if he had turned pro yet. I'm pretty sure he was still no. He was still an amateur. Yeah, he was still at A and M playing mm-hmm. and um, did so well. But to come out and win, and he was supposed to play. Um, he got an invite to play in the Travelers this week. Uh, was it this week? Is it Travelers this week? Can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's this week. And um, declined to go just by saying he, you know, wanted to spend time with his, uh, you know, his teammates and his family. And <clears throat> but I mean, really and truly, you know, those of you who don't watch golf, I mean, um. You can't get into the money if you're an amateur status, mm-hmm. and it's not difficult. I mean, it's not like you got to go through something to be considered a pro. You just have to right. basically pay them, pay money and say, "All right, well, I'm a pro now." You know, mm-hmm. and um, some people go be 
coaches and, and give lessons and that sort of thing. You, and, you know, to do that, and if you get paid money to play lessons, whether it's on a simulator or whatever, you can't have an, am an amateur status anymore. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's basically what it means is if you don't, um, you know, him being an amateur, like, I don't, but I don't know the other parts of winning what goes with it, right? So mm -hmm. he already has some sort of deal with TaylorMade and Adidas because that's what he was wearing yeah. the whole time. Um, so he's getting money from that. Um, well, that's definitely the, that's now the move for those guys that are collegiate athletes still, especially who are amateurs. They can't get into the majors like the money yet. They have NIL now, just yeah. like you know football probably making just as much he would have won oh yeah and you know <clears throat> and he you know Justin Thomas big Alabama alum played there and he was in the last group with Justin Thomas and Sam Burns Sam Burns and him were tied going into the number 17 tee box which mm -hmm. is like an island green and there's no way i mean it was like a 168 yard shot yep. to an island green and a kid hits it on the green you know two putts Par gets out of there. Sam Burns, who is uh, a repeated winner on tour, hits it in the water. Double uh, bogeys. Yeah. You know, and kid goes and, and, and you know, pars the 18th and wins it. Like, I wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, there's – and, you know, I think he said something about, like, he's like, I couldn't feel my arms, I couldn't feel my legs, couldn't feel my feet with that last putt on the 18th. Because if he'd have bogeyed it – Go to send him into a – Yeah. Playoff, uh, right? No. Is it uh, out I think Bazudenhout, um Is that saying his last name right? Um, he birdied the last hole and was at twenty eight. So if uh, Dunlap would have bogeyed, missed that par putt, which it wasn't a gimme par, by the mm -hmm. way, um, then he would have went into a playoff with right, him. Right. Yeah. And uh, Bazudenhout's, I don't know if you ever saw. He's got a he's got a story too. Like he ate, he like ate rat poison as a kid. And has this, yeah, like so he has like this severe stutter type speech impediment, which he, he doesn't like talking in the mm -hmm. press and, and all of that. I mean, obviously he's a good player, you know, finished second in the tournament, you know, solo second. Right. Um but yeah, so he's not gonna get into the money part of it, but also if you win on the PGA tour, you get a two year exemption. So I don't know if he gets that still. I know he would still get invites to all four majors. Right. I don't know if one, yeah. right. I don't know if you still get. I could see. I mean, but I don't. Do you, what do you do now? Do you turn pro? You know, like I just want a PGA Tour event. Do I just go back and play just a college that. event next week? <clears throat> right. Or, you know, or in the next month, and or do you just turn pro and? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're making millions now, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> unbelievable thing. Um, I think he was the youngest. He's the youngest amateur to ever win. Or he was the youngest amateur to win since 1960-something. Wow. Jordan Spieth, I think, is the youngest pro. He won it like nine. He was 19 and I don't know how many months. But – uh this guy was like twenty years old and some change. Yeah, and but like I said, yeah, still had amateur status. He don't look like he's twenty freaking years old. Mm -hmm. I know that that dude looks like he's, you know, he could have been on tour for years. Right. Compared to looking at some of those other guys, like Colin Morikawa, looks like he's sixteen years old. Yeah.
but well that's impressive um shout out to him and congrats to him very big accomplishment but anyway well uh i think that's gonna do it for us today um had fun had fun a lot of fun good to see you and uh good to Mr. Allen. Yeah. Mr. Allen. Yeah, it's me. Uh, <laughs> um, hates that. Yeah. Hates so uh, we'll tell that story later. But, um, but yeah, so um, keep up with us on Instagram at Brotherly Banter Podcast, Brotherly Banter underscore podcast, and um, we'll be putting updates and uh, clips, especially from this episode. You can guarantee uh, we'll be up there. And then, yeah, we're going to try to keep getting back in our rhythm now uh, every week. So, Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Brotherly Banter. See ya. See ya. Gunsmoke, starring James Arness as Matt Dillon.